0: Brain Radio presents. <laughs> Fuck Kelly Powski, Jesse Spano's the one you want. <laughs> dude, sending, dude sending dudes' and sex toys in the mail is fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 18 months since you've last had to deal with me on here, but as always, Anderson's army never ceases to fail. You brought me back, and here we are with part two of the Anderson tapes. One more trip back to the well. My name is Troy Anderson, the owner, operator, editor in chief, uh, chief financial provocateur, raconteur, whatever you want to call it. I used to make up a term for it, of Anderson Vision, and it's subsidiaries, which have, there was four, I think. I don't know. I get too creative and weird when it comes to the patent office. And, as always, is the brands behind the operation. That would be Mr. Robert Hughes. I think his middle name is Jumaraquai. I don't know. I keep making up names for him. That sounds about right. Like Anderson said, my name is Rob Hughes. I am the owner, operator, uh, what did you say, editor-in-chief, CEO, CFO, AFC, NFL of BrainDeadRadio.com. YouTube.com slash BDRK, twitch.tv slash Braindead thetalkingdead.com, braindeadradio.tumblr.com, basically the Braindead Radio Empire. And like Anderson had said, it's been about 18 months since our first foray into the Anderson tapes. Uh, in that time, marriages have happened, babies have happened, shit has happened. Everything oh, yeah, has happened. I did happened. have a kid, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if you yeah, want to get it's too the personal, but. It's strong, so I'm like, hey a woman, go deal with it. So much shit has happened, and we've decided to bring this back, and hopefully this will be at least minimum a monthly thing, if not more, uh, if you guys dig it, so. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, maybe a monthly thing. Yep, and uh, I figure it'll be up on AndersonVision.com, it'll obviously be up on uh, and we will be up on iTunes, so feel free to subscribe. And for once, I am going to take the sidekick role, which is amazing, I'm going to be Siege, uh, for this, uh, this podcast here and I'm going to just pass it off to, uh, to Troy. So take it away. Guys Let's see what we got here. We've been taking questions online from the board members just to get things started, roll back into the whole comfort zone. And because you people love hearing your own names appear on radio, you know, I get it. I get it. I dig it. First up, we have a Captain Russ. He's the artiste. He did the whole Modoc video drum thing. Video drum thing I liked. If you haven't seen it, ask me about it. I'll post it on Facebook for you guys to take a look at. Because I still need to find that original Nuge picture that he did me in The Only Princess Layout. It's a whole thing. But I'll go back to Captain Russ's questions. All right. Let's do this. Quick softball question. Is it true that Zach, I believe he's talking about Mark Paul Glashier of the hit television series Saved by the Bell, banged the hell out of Kelly. Kelly Kapowski, also known as Tiffany Amber Thiessen in reality, on said series Saved by the Bell. I got no idea. Honestly, if I had his money and swagger in that whole like late eighty nine, ninety I would have just I would've done things to her. I would have made Dustin Diamond watch. I would've stopped time and when she went probably crying to Brandon Tartikoff about how she had to do all sorts of shit when time stopped and NBC, I would've fucking railed her and then I would have gone with Jesse Spano. It was Jesse Spano, fuck Kelly Kowski. Jesse Spano's the one you want. Because if you can make <laughs> I- her do some depraved solid shit that's the real win. Kelly Kapowski, she's got trouble lying. You lot. Know, you've seen her in the background. She's had like, all sorts of issues with tons of like little brothers and cats. She pretty much has to be a mother at home. Now, Jesse Spano, that's the wild stallion I want to break. In, re- <laughs> in regards to Zach, I don't know if you bang her. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to just jump in here. I'm going to have to disagree. Uh, Jesse Spano, uh, she seems like she would be the type that would not get down and dirty. Uh, the old adage of, oh, you know, I'm sure she's all, she looks all nerdy and awesome and in the sheets she's a total dirty, dirty girl. Uh, I'm going to say no, and in fact, I would actually uh, probably try to shack up with Lisa. Uh, Lisa, Lisa probably let you stick up her butt. So yeah. I, I mean, you look at her now and she's fucking off her rocker and doing weird poetry and I'm pretty sure she was just going nuts. And I'm thinking like, that's a sign that she'd let you do whatever she wants. now. Oh yeah, you could totally ass blast her. I know Screech probably did it. Now, obviously, I'm going to have to say, of course, of course, with no evidence to back this up whatsoever, of course, Zach was banging Kelly. I'm sure Zach and fucking Slater were double teaming her. Like, you know that had to have happened at one point. Screech is off in the background watching. At the same time, you know Mark was doing it with everybody else on there. I'm sure he was hitting Haley Mills back in Good Morning Miss Bliss. Yeah, which I don't get, cause Good Morning Miss Bliss took place in Indianapolis, and I could buy that as an Indiana school, Then all of a sudden, they're in, like, Southern California. I mean, what the hell is that? That's coastal bullshit. I mean, you lost Haley Mills, who was pretty much the only person bringing that show credibility, and he made it all about those stupid kids. And, like you said, it's set in California. I didn't see any sort of outdoor classes happening. Like, I didn't see any smokers in that high school, because you know, in Cali, like, everybody's outside smoking. There was nothing happening. Like, that that, that whole that whole school was ridiculous. It was in its own little lost-type world. I mean, they fucking struck oil in the goddamn fucking football stadium. Like, exactly. fuck the shit. It's like Elm Street. It's like never Elm Street. The first one, it's very painfully obvious, California. Then they kind of make it Illinois, Illinois like a Midwestern state. It's like Texas. 26. Yeah. <laughs> and then it goes back. I mean, it's like, come on, pick one. I'm surprised there wasn't an episode where a blizzard hit Bayside and they're all stuck at the school with only the warmth of the insides of Mr. Tuttle, much like a tauntaun in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Well, I used to freak out about something, like because I would watch an episode, and there was one where, like, Zach got stuck in an elevator with a pregnant chick, and the pregnant chick, like, like it was like a substitute teacher or something, had the baby. Hell yeah! I made sure every single time I was in an elevator, like, oh, late late elementary school, like, middle school, I got the fuck off I saw pregnant ladies. I'm like, I can't handle that shit. I'd be escaping through, like, the ceiling. See, I went the opposite way, and because of that episode, I've always said, like, I'd be totally ready. If that ever happened, I would jump into action. I would, I would, I would, I would bird that baby so goddamn well, and it would, I would, I would be a fucking hero. After seeing that shit happen ten feet in front of my face almost three months ago, I would have helped people out the roof. Now, now, (laughs) now, real quick, just, just to not, like, kind of, like, already, like, go off course here. Did you faint at any point during the pregnancy? Oh, with the, they're in the labor? Yeah, yeah. Did you faint at all? Like, I mean, it, it's it's cool. No one's gonna think less of you if you did. did you, no, there was no. no fainting. I, I. They said there was one thing that did come up. They said there's the opposite of fainting. Okay. Where you can get you've been up so long because most labors are quick. Hers was about twenty two hours. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so That's I was up ridiculous. For, so I was up from about seven a. M. On that Friday It's about eleven o'clock the next day. Straight. So, about 7 a.m., to about 11:30, 11:35 30, p.m., like, I literally, like, stuffed my face with, like, a nine, like, a 10-piece chicken nugget and passed out and, and, while Game of Thrones and, was on. And I woke up to, like, them playing, like, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, like, on HBO Comedy. I'm, like, face down, like, on, like, my Harmony remote. Like, the fuck just happened. At, at any point were you hallucinating? Did you see Quato at any point because you were up for so long? Oh, no, no, no. I was buzzed. I was, like, I was, like, a fucking junkie. <laughs> I was just like yeah yeah shit's gonna happen I mean we we're watching boondocks and everything we we're just like kicking back and not doing shit and then I felt bad during the whole like well the new thing with labor is if you're in the room and it's happening you're taking part like you grab a leg he grabs a leg and I felt bad because they're having a mirror for her to see what was going on and like I looked away and her dad looked at, it at the wrong time like her dad saw more of his little daughter than he ever planned on seeing in his life and the look of just, like, because he's a little squeamish. Seeing so that look of squeamish on his face. I had to bite my bottom lip to keep from laughing my ass off. You know, serious shit's going on. But, like, looking at him like he's about to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. I don't, even, I don't even know how I'm going to react uh, when that happens to me. Um, I don't think I'll faint. I, I think I, I have a pretty well, uh, I, I, have a, I have a high constitution here. Uh, but at the same time. I like to laugh at inappropriate times, and I just know at that point uh, my beautiful wife will probably want to strangle me. So anyway, getting back to uh, Saved by the Bell here, I say Bark was totally banging Kelly uh, and all of them, and I would not want to uh, have sex with Jessie Spano. She does nothing for me until she was in Showgirls, in which case I was like, get the fuck out of the way and get Gina Gershon back up there, because that was my jam. Honestly, I would have wrecked all three, and maybe that lesbian Tory chick oh fucking tory no you know what if i'm gonna I, i'm gonna recant my statement all right lisa for like the, the the actual like legitimate cast lisa but for the for the like the later seasons totally would uh do the king of queen's wife or whoever that was i at the. she broke up kelly and zach yes dude and for, she's a homebreaker for good reason man she was fucking smoking of course zach should have been getting with that like he she got out of Scientology, which means that she stopped getting work. See? I know. I haven't seen her in a while, unfortunately. So, Russ, I hope that that, uh, that non-factual response is what you were looking for. Okay, let's see what's next. Have you seen Under Skin? Yes, I have. I saw it back in March. What were your thoughts on it? Scarlett Johansson is really stretching, and she's almost at that point where she's going to start picking up awards, but it's just not quite there yet. Is it too pretentious? Everything Jonathan Glazer does is shot like a 14-year-old who just discovered Instagram filters. (laughs) So, yeah, it's pretty pretentious. And what I think the rest of his output, he really hasn't made that many films. I mean, he's made more than I have, but, you know, that ain't (laughs) saying shit. That being said, it's better than Birth, but not by much. Now, I think for for a while there when I read that, I was thinking of Brian Glazer. Oh, no. And I was like, wait a minute, what? Like... I, I didn't know that he did these types of films. So, Under the uh, Skin... He did a sexy beast, did birth, I'm trying to think what else he did. So, it's, Under the Skin sci-fi, that's what I've heard, but it's like sci-fi for the, the thinking crowd, uh, akin yeah, to like, upstream color. Like yeah, have you seen The Hunger? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. Okay. Yeah. Is but, it is it worth seeing? Like, behind or under the skin? Is that something that... It's going to hit, I think, digital HD pretty soon. I know it's going to hit Blu-ray and DVD about middle of next month. Worth checking out. Now, you know my taste in movies. Is this something I'm going to fucking want to see and actually like, get something out of it? Or am I going to come might... on to the boards and say, I was bored, where are the giant fighting robots? Oh, you'll say that, but then you also say that the amount of flesh you got to see, because there's some pretty graphic nudity, that probably would do it for you. So you're saying that there's graphic Scarlett Johansson nudity or graphic other unknown graphic actress? everybody. are there Dongs. There's, they're a little bit Dong, but there's a lot of Scar Joe. So we got some Dong, some ScarJo. Based on that recommendation, I think I might have to check out Under the Skin. Yeah. Okay, best of three colored films. Oh, shit. I picked up, I picked up that on a Criterion Blu-ray when I first got out of my last shitty job. I got into this good one I got right now. I picked it up for like 50 bucks. It was a part of a last summer's Criterion sale. And I still think the way I think about it. If you're new to foreign film, that might be your shit. Like, it's really easy i don't know people are like how the fucking thing that's it's pretty easy to get into Blue's is the easiest like blue is the movie that came out like around pulp fiction for Gump, and it sort of clean up all these awards and people are like what the hell is blue they're like oh, it's the middle part of a trilogy huh so the middle part of a trilogy picks up all these award nominations and nothing else does well there's a reason they're not it's a trilogy name only are three films tied by certain themes about independence france and in early 90s I am woman Henry Ward, what have you, Julie Binoche, uh, Julie Delpy, who Julie Delpy actually did a better job in white, even though Binoche gets the credit in blue. And right now everyone's eyes are probably going cross because I'm debating old 20 year old French movies with, uh, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, I see that the next question is, do you think Rob has any idea what the hell I'm talking about? And oh, no. I have to answer that with a big fuck, fuck no. Uh, like, just, if, if you're new to the Anderson tapes, or even new to Brain Dead Radio, like, a little a little background on my, like, if I had to pick off the top of my face, the, my top five films that I watch all the fucking time. I mean, it, it, it's fucking, like, Hackers, fucking Dawn of the Dead, The Thing. I mean, it's just, I, 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 I understand that there are other films out there that could probably expand my mind. Uh, however, I have very limited free time, and when I have very limited free time, Uh, I just like to be entertained. And I use that old shitty fucking excuse that I constantly get shit on for of, I just don't want to think. I've been thinking at work all day for eight hours about bullshit. I just kind of want to watch a movie and just be entertained by giant fighting robots. But even when you're watching giant robots, you're still thinking. You're thinking about how much you like those robots, what makes you like them. It's just you don't want to think in those filters that says... Oh, Juliette Binoche was a really great actress in France. I wonder what the fuck happened when she came to America. Exactly, because (laughs) I just don't give a shit. (laughs) Exactly. That's not your filter. That's not your scope. See, so when I was watching the new Transformers uh, the other day, I think it actually was uh, Tuesday. So wait, is that Transformers 4? You've already seen it? Yeah, I saw it Tuesday. All right. It's like the first one. It's almost a retread of the first one, except uh, Shia LaBeouf actually had a personality, while Mark Wahlberg just... uh, it's just kind of there. Well, you know, for me though, that's not really going to bother me so much because I'm going to see this movie with CJ, and all this movie's going to do is allow CJ to do his Mark Wahlberg impression the entire time. Oh yeah, he's going to clean up on that. Yeah, so I, he's I'm actually not excited. Part of the happening in terms of Wahlberg being Wahlberg. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's on part of the happening. Oh, okay. So yeah. Oh, so you know, right there. I mean, I was already excited for Transformers Four because I'm that fucking asshole. As soon as they showed Grimlock, I'm like, yep. I know it's not going to be like it was in the comics or the cartoon. Oh, no, it's but I'm Generation fine. Two. That's the best way i describe it to fans who were asking me about it. I'm like, it's a new trilogy. Just imagine, like, this is Generation 2 on film. This is where it starts, because no Megatron, it's Galvatron, it's all new people. Tons of characters are dead. I mean, they're, like, doing it like Transformers the movie, almost. Now... Now, not to harp too much on this, uh, because obviously I don't want to be spoiled too much, because I'm that asshole that doesn't want to be spoiled about a Transformers movie. Do they mention what happened to Sam Witwicky? No. Not at all? Not even in the passing? I was talking to Jamie earlier today, because Scott Mendelson, he does stuff for Forbes, who's on there talking too, and we were like, he asked us both, and we were like, fucking, it. it was almost a damn three-hour movie, and I never heard a damn word about it. What? Yeah, it's like, Because like, obviously, like you said, this is, you know, this is, I mean, like, and Mike, like Michael Bay has also said, this is like a pseudo continuation, but also a kind of a reboot and kind of a whole new thing. But at the same time, they have giant billboards in the movie, like Remember Chicago, so it's obviously referencing the other movies. How yeah. the fuck didn't they toss in one line from, you know, like Stanley Tucci? it, he's the big bad, isn't he like, isn't Stanley Tucci like the new John Turturro in this movie, essentially? Not quite. No, he becomes like the comedic relief like John Turturro was, but he's not the big bad guy. Is Kelsey Grammer the big bad guy? Yes. 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 Oh, an yeah. God fucking damn it. I love me some Kelsey Grammer. Toss salads and scrambled eggs all the fucking way. So I'm actually really excited, but I can't believe that one line didn't, wasn't like, yeah, Sam w- Wiki, he's uh, either he's dead, or that might have been too dark. But just like and fucking uh, what's his name, uh, the man in black from Lost, uh, Titus Williver? Yeah, he's a badass in it. Yeah, I I like I like that dude. I mean, I'm not a big fan of his fucking whiskey commercials, but I I'm a fan of him. Uh, and I mostly know him from Lost, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. And maybe some other smaller bits and movies because he's not he, he's not really like a leading man, correct? Or what no, it wouldn't be a character actor. Okay, so I've okay, good. And I figured a lot of those movies he'd be in would be movies that I would never fucking see to begin with, anyway. But yeah, I mean, the whole time I was watching, I'm like, why is it this fucking long? There's no reason for this movie... I mean, I love Michael Bay. I the thing Michael Bay is the reincarnation of Douglas Sirk. Okay. But, yeah, there's no reason for this movie to be this long. I was thinking about about the last one, too. It was about that one had scope. This one is pretty much just a retread of the first movie, both new guys, and you have John Goodman as a Transformer. And that was actually my favorite part. I actually like John Goodman. Uh, John Goodman, like... He's He's, one, he, he's, he's like voicing movies. one. He's not like yeah. John Goodman as an actor who then transforms into a robot because that would oh, be no, fucking would amazing. No, so, he's one of the voices. Did you see this uh, in uh, as the people on forums.brainerradio.com say RoboVision, or did you see it in uh, standard 2D? If you see it during the day, no one really provides 3D prints. If you see it at night, usually with the public crowd where they do the whole, hey, WTLRS, is there yep. here? And then you dump and press... And literally, like, you can tell who the press is because we all know each other. And there's, like, two rows, like, rubbed off for us. And we're just looking at everyone else like, fuck you, motherfuckers. Just like, we used to get these to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you've officially hit the status where you hate these small people now. Like I hate having to really review and watch a movie. And then I'm having to, like, tuck my legs in because every four minutes someone's got to go with the bathroom test. So... The Marvel movies are so terrible to review now because of that shit. So now, you know, here's something we can kind of, we can branch off and then get back to the questions. Now, you are uh, what some people out there would call a legitimate uh, movie reviewer. Is that correct? Um, this is the terms I've heard because I always view myself as more of the Roger Corman type. Like, I'm the weirdo doing my own thing in a corner and fuck you if you like it, fuck you if you don't. I'm considered one. I've been bitched out by people who I didn't think would bitch me out. And I've had studios literally send me shitty emails and send me positive emails. And it's weird because it's like, I do this as, you know, to relax my brain. So you you go to a movie, and I'm assuming, like, because, uh, you know, I'm not in the know. I'm just from, you know, Minnesota over here who sees I'm all... I'm from Kentucky. It's, there's no boundaries anymore. Any asshole of a computer can do this. But... Are you in the theater? Because uh, I've, I've been to one screening here in Minnesota, like, I, I normal, like, uh, Friday opening, so it, like, wasn't even, like, uh, a midnight showing or whatever, and there was a dude with a little headlamp on his head and, yeah, a, yeah. and a notepad. Is that you, or are you the type who just watch it and then immediately go home and uh, type up your notes? Well, I've been doing this long enough. I can remember a time when you actually could bring in, like, a recorder to, like, record your notes and stuff in there and not be bothered. Now you got people in there with freaking, like, night vision goggles, make sure there's no electronic devices are in there. You won't be admitted into the damn room with the movie if you got a cell phone on you. So it's that so, bad. So do you have a notepad? Yeah. So so you just watch the movie and you hope to fuck that you could remember everything. Nine, nine times out of ten, that's the case. Now, do you prefer to uh, review movies such as Transformers, uh, the Marvel movies, or do you much rather prefer to review movies such as uh, – those movies you mentioned 10 minutes ago where I just kind of just drifted off because I had no idea what you were talking about. Well, I'm a Marvel zombie, so of course I'm always going to love reviewing the Marvel stuff because right now how the Marvel films exist, if you would tell me that when I was like reading the comics, I literally there was a point where I was reading everything Marvel put out a month. I was like seven or eight. Yep. If you would tell me back then that this would have happened now, I pretty much would have came down to about now. So, but in terms of what I like to review, I like to review classic stuff that I like, and I like to review movies I know that if I don't, and people like me don't give good coverage to, have no shot in hell ever. Coming here, opening here, what have you. So, you're in this thing with a bunch of other reviewers. Yeah. And if it's a movie, so now, did you, okay, did you say that you liked Transformers, or was it just kind of like, eh, it was a movie? I, I expected to hate it because I hate the second one with the passion. Well, everybody hates the second one, and I think the third one was just an exercise in CG. Like that was someone's CG demo reel, dude. Dude, the third one was fucking amazing. That Chicago battle in 3D was still probably one of my favorite. That's a CG theaters. demo reel. Show me a movie. That's that's someone fucking with the computer. See, but that's that's where we differed, and that's why I like the Anderson tapes because mm. you have you have the auteur over here. <laughs> Who's all like, I demand my characters, move the plot forward in special ways, and everything <laughs> yeah. makes sense. You can you can tell Spielberg's fingers were all over that pie, just like Super 8. You can tell, like, he's like, this is your own movie, but this is how I do it, so do it my way. Super 8 was the same way. Transformers 1 was the same way. And then the s- and, the, and you feel it, and you see it, and then you kind of see it in this one. And then the second one obviously was, I mean, terrible, but obviously it was also a product of the fucking writer's strike. Yeah. So, I mean, you, I, I I watched it once, I fell asleep, I never have any inclination to ever give it a second uh, watch, uh, so I kind of discount that one completely. The third one I actually enjoyed, but I understand how, like, I mean, the, the last, like, 45 minutes is all just, like, ones and zeros being thrown at the screen. Well, see, so that's the thing, I can watch stuff like that, I and mean, I liked the third one when I saw it, but I realized what it is, because I can tell people, oh, I like that, and then turn around and shit on it, because it's not a good movie. Is it... Pure insane spectacle that I'd love to put on my theater and show off? Oh, hell yeah. Is it a good movie? No. But you enjoyed the movie, yes or no? I enjoyed the spectacle. It's the spectacle. So you differentiate because that's the other problem that uh, I tend to get myself in because I'm a champion of shitty films because I'm just like, I liked watching it. It kept me entertained and I liked it. And I always specifically say, like, it doesn't make it a great movie, doesn't even make it necessarily a good movie. However, I just enjoy, I likes what I likes to borrow from Siege, and I can kind of just, I I, I always do the lowest common denominator, which unfortunately has been like the product of my entire life. It's just like, eh, I was entertained, I don't give a shit. Now, you're saying the fourth one, worth seeing in the theater if you're seeing it in 3D, if you enjoyed the first and the third one? Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect.
1: Sorry for that fact. long,
0: Transformers, but I'm like, no, I want I, to I talk about one movie I know I can talk about. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I thought it was going to be a piece of shit, because I was expecting there's no reason to do a fourth one. You know what? Yeah. They make a case, and they make a good case. Generation 2. Now, the last point, is Grimlock in it for more than five minutes? I'd say, like, 20 or 25. All right. Cool, cool. I was just worried you're going to just see him like you do in the trailers when he rawls fire then optimus jumps out of it that's then... the dinosaur thing yeah yeah i'd say 25 maybe 30 all right cool there we go kelsey grabber is a bad guy giant dinosaurs rob from brandon radio says fuck yeah i haven't even seen it but that's already a... i'm already giving it a thumbs up okay let's see what else we got okay let's scoop up okay billy g main man billy redhead dude the Argyle socks. Mac on Reddit chicks. Hey, Billy's also the one that provided me uh, with my very own fleshlight. God, that's so creepy. <laughs> that's dude how I. Sitting, no, that's, dude sending dudes nope. and sex toys in the mail is nope. fucked up. Nope, nope. You know why? You know why? That's that's what I felt like. I fight like that's what I felt like. The seven years that I've done podcasts, braided radio, all those fucking shows have kept the boards up. Like, that's that's the moment that I felt like. You know what? It's worth it. And all it took was a fifty dollars fuck toy. <laughs> That's like all it took. I got low standards. I, got, I hope I, Leslie listens to this and she feels great about herself. Oh, she when when, when that came in when that came in the mail, <laughs> I opened that. I, I didn't even talk about this on branded Radio because I don't. CJ gets all so weird. I feel like I opened up the box. I had no idea what it was. He didn't tell me, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I opened it up. I'm like, what the fuck did he send me? And all of a sudden, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, it's a fucking. This is amazing. Like. I've made it. And then I debated, like, do I tell Leslie or not? Like, do I tell my wife that a fan of the show sent me a plastic fuck toy? And my immediate response in my head was like, fuck yeah, you do. She'll think this is hilarious. So uh, she came home, and she's like, how was your day? And I'm like, eh, it was okay. Uh, Came home to a nice package, and she's like, oh, what'd you get? Did you get one of your new uh, screen prints? And I'm like, no, I got a plastic fuck toy. And her face just kind of dropped because she had no idea like exactly what i was talking about and then i showed her it and she just kind of she she grabbed it kind of looked at it and was like huh all right then well you know hope you have fun with that and uh i'm gonna go and watch uh some game of thrones so she wasn't too upset uh she knows a plastic fuck toy will never take the place uh, uh of her lovely areas uh and it was mostly just for me because uh I really just I talked about it for so long, and I was too embarrassed to buy it myself. So I'm glad that another, like you said, another male uh, bought it for me. So that's how I knew I made it. <laughs> okay, now on to Billy's questions because that still creeps me out. What actress will Matthew Vaughn knock up next? Matthew Vaughn, director of uh, what is it, Lair Cake, oh. Kick Ass, First Class, First Class, Secret Service, which they keep giving so many different title changes. The Fox. Is that the one with that, that's like the stupid, earth? Uh, oh, yeah. fuck that, that trailer looked like ass, oh, a chav, oh, the, a, a chav is gonna movie. fucking be, uh, 007, and it's gonna be awesome, that looked, that... that, movie up. well, I mean, okay, you saw that, have you seen it yet? Uh, I've seen, like, the bits that you've seen, I mean, pretty much anymore, if you see a trailer or, like, a featurette online, you're getting, like, the press pack about 30 minutes after someone else did, and they're uploading for everyone to see, so, public resources is notorious about doing that shit. I don't even have to read my emails anymore because half the shit's up on comic Resources resource in five minutes. <laughs> You're just like, share, it works out perfect. So fucking, I saw that trailer and people on the boards were like, oh my god, this looks amazing. Uh, I watched it and I went, this looks so fucking derivative and stupid. This is like licensed to kill, but for like a stupid ass, lame ass generation. Oh yeah, comic, the comic series wasn't that long either and it's shit. Oh I mean, shit. Mark Hamill gets work in it. It's based on a comic. I didn't even know it was based on a comic. Yeah, it was based on the comic that he... He sold the rights to the movie for the first issue of the comic hit shelves. Well, I don't even want to read the comic because that trailer looked like ass. Yeah. Anyway. Mark Hamill's in it. I mean, Mark Hamill gets some, like, pre Star Wars work out of it. Yeah, you know, good for him. I mean, I like him in the stuff that he's been in. I can appreciate a good Mark Hamill bit. But uh, it's not going to make me go, Hey, let's go to the theater to watch this movie because Luke Skywalker's in it. Like, eh. See, I'd like to say I'm above that, but I'm not. Because yeah. Motherfucker's always going to be Luke Skywalker, and that gets my ass in seat. I've seen every Guyver movie he did because of that shit. Sushi girl. Sushi girl. I got sushi Girl right over here. I'm looking at it. <laughs> I actually kind of, um, I actually kind of like Sushi Girl. I was like, all right, like I, like the trailer was like, yep, that's pretty much what I got, so uh, <laughs> I can't complain. Yeah, he's so nice. You hear nothing. He's one of the few people that you hear nothing but amazing stories about. Now Matthew Vaughn has a history of begging his uh, leading ladies. Is that correct? Oh, he fucks. He fucks anything that moves. Did he fuck Aaron Taylor Johnson? That's a dude. I know. I'm just saying, like, you know, because he's not going to fuck Chloe Chloe Moretz or whatever. Like, she was actually that's a funny story about that.
1: Actually, he did. (laughs) No, no,
0: no. Her people are so protective of her that I had to sit in with our interviewer Steve Croft, you know, where's the Australian. Had him join the boards for a bit, but then he got distracted by a bird or something. Okay. Yeah. I had to sit on on his interview of her because there had to be three interviewers on one side. And there had to be her team and then the Lionsgate rep who connects you for the phone call interview. And that was the most fucked up interview I've ever taken place in my life because it would take five minutes to get one question answered because they had to go through so many people like, like plain telephone before you could get a response from her. And this is back when this was for Let Me In when Let Me In first came out. Yep. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. I like that movie. I like the original yeah. better, but that one wasn't bad. Yeah. And even she just she's like this is ridiculous. She's like seven people are passing supervision back and forth to get a question answered. <laughs> but not and again, nice she's nice to me too. So to get back to Billy's question, uh, uh what's he directing I, next? Uh Secret Service. Okay, Secret that, Service. Well that's done. Okay. I don't know what he's doing after. So, are there any main women in that movie? All I remember is Colin Firth and that chav. Well, I mean, <laughs> the dude's fucking Claudia Schiffer. I mean, or was fucking Claudia Schiffer. I don't know what came out of that. I mean, a lot of people tend to get, was married to her. Married. To Claudia, Claudia Schiffer. Schiffer? Schiffer. He broke up the whole David Copperfield, A1CM trick situation. To get with her and then fuck that up by fucking uh, the, yeah, black, I mean, the black hole that is January Jones? Yeah. Because she's fucking terrible. I don't know how she still has a fucking career. Oh, yeah. Once, once that whole a and uh, lifeline ends, she'll disappear. So, I don't even know what actress he would beg at this point. I'm like, I don't know, name an actress. I can't even... As long as he doesn't bang Rosario Dawson, I don't really give a shit. Oh, he's not going to get any Marvel work. You, you, ever? You don't think he'll ever get... Was it that bad because of First Class? I thought First Class was actually no, pretty I, awesome. No, because First Class would fall under Fox's territory. Ah, oh, that's think, right. That's right. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yep. I think because he fucked him on Kickass too, that he probably yeah. couldn't get work. Which was fucking terrible. Yeah. So if you had to guess, what actress uh, will this uh, dude bang? Well, if, he, <laughs> like if he's still, Howard Stern, <laughs> if he's still in the running for episode nine, which what? Yeah, Rian Johnson's only helping scripting nine; and he's shooting eight. I thought. Oh, okay. Didn't yeah. they, didn't it come out, didn't the news come out that he was doing both? Like, I thought. Yeah, then over the weekend, people started patting him out. Oh, so it's another J.J. Abrams. So you know what? A different director on each movie ain't the worst thing. I mean, and the worst it, trilogy. It was, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Well, I mean, you know, obviously when J.J. was announced, I was like, fucking sweet. I, I like, okay. I like, I like J.J. Like, I got no fucking problem with J.J. Like, at all. And everybody was like, oh, boo. And I'm like, fuck that. What's the big fucking deal? Like, what's the worst that could happen? If anything, we're just going to get, like, another Phantom Menace or attack, which I don't actually see happening. Because yeah. Lucas ha- is nowhere near the fucking script. And you have too many people working on that movie is going to keep that from happening. There's no yes-men. Well, it's a bunch of people who want to, like, make the end-all be-all thing. Right, and that's, and that's kind of where I'm coming from. Is that, like, you know, I, I've, I'm a... I'm a I'm I'm a die-hard Star Wars fan, uh, you know, the, even, even the prequels, I mean, I saw all those fucking things, I waited in line 17 hours for tickets for Phantom, I mean, I did, I did all that shit, I did that shit for all three, even after Phantom burned my ass, I still did that shit, and I still watch them, are they great movies, fuck no, but I'm a Star Wars fan and I'm excited, so just the fact that we're getting new stories, I'm all for it, I am, however, against this bullshit, one-off, fucking Young Han Solo, fucking Yoda, fucking Boba Fett bullshit, don't need that shit, I think that's actually, like, gonna be bad for, I mean, I I should say bad, but it's gonna be shitty for the brand, like, like, what's the fucking, that's just, that's just a money grab, like, why do we give a fuck about Young Han Solo, like, if they're not gonna use the extended universe, which I, you know, I'm also that asshole that I like a few of those books in that fucking universe, I'm like, fuck a Young Han Han Solo movie, give me a goddamn X-Wing Academy flick, I've been saying that forever, give me Top Gun, but fucking X-Wings. Well, here's the thing with that. Disney won't do that because that means Disney would have to pay out uh, who, who did the books. Random House, they're one of them. And Disney is not a big fan of paying other people for their toys. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, the reason why you have the whole Fox situation with Marvel. It's because Disney isn't a friend of... Disney doesn't like to share. No, Disney likes to take their toys and go home. Like, that's yeah. their, Like, here's my shiny toy. Don't touch it with your snot-encrusted hands. Yeah. Why are you at my birthday party? Get the fuck out of here. And that's why they're having such issues with what to do with Fantastic Four. Which, I I mean, okay, I love I love how. See, this is what I like. This is why I like talking to you, because you know all of the shit, and I kind of know some of the shit, and this works out yeah. well. Fantastic Four, do we give a fuck at this point? I mean, no. no. I mean, does anybody give a fuck about Fantastic? I mean, Fantastic Four even as a comic wasn't fucking that great. I love the comic, but here's the thing, and I'll say this because I know they're almost done shooting, there's really nothing they can do at this point. There is no set security on that set or on Terminator 5 set. Jurassic World's got all the security down there because they're all three shooting next to each other. Yeah. There's literally kids taking their phones on their snapping pictures. I've I haven't seen... seen shit, though. Where are all these fucking folders at? There's a couple out there. Just Jared got a couple. But here's the thing about that. It's easy to pick up shit like that, and especially if it's a movie that people care about, which Fantastic Four isn't. You can stack shit up. I mean, I've seen two pictures of uh, Tim Blake Nelson that shouldn't have got off there. Well, and if anyone who's in the position of power is listening to this, you should know that you should take care of the younger adults who you're making dress up like kids because you can't get enough high schoolers for your chemistry class set. And make sure they're not bringing uh, electronic devices on the set because those aren't props. They're taking up pictures and they're getting a Wi-Fi signal. Now, Tim Blake Nelson is the new Fantastic Four. Who the fuck is he playing? The Mole Man. Holy shit. So here's a question to you then. Now I'm fucking annoyed. You're like, I've seen these fucking photos. Why the fuck aren't you posting these motherfuckers at forums.braindoradio.com? Why haven't I seen these? I've debated it because I've had a few. My time I Ugh. usually put them up. Jamie puts them up first or someone else does. And the fact of the matter is that back in the day, especially around episode three, Dark Knight, the 2005 to 2008 period, I got a little tired of putting up pictures and then by the time I go to eat lunch, getting eight emails saying cease and desist, take them down. Because whatever traffic you get in that time, you've lost by the time you go home for, you know, dinner. Well, you know, I'm not even talking about, like, I mean, it's awesome if you get traffic for your site. But, you know what, fuck your site. Why don't you just post them on the boards? Ain't nobody going to say shit, throw it on Imgur, fucking post it. And then you don't have to worry about any cease and desist. Oh, Imgur Imgur gives your ass up. Really? If MJ, MJ read out your IP. They will uh oh, uh oh. I got photos. I got to take down. Yeah, if, if you have any incriminating photos on MJ or Uh-oh. anything that sensitive, like work related, you should take that shit down now. No, see, I'm smart enough here. Uh, where I've been, I've been going strong here on the internet presence for at least, oh, I mean, you know, fucking over over 15 years. But uh, for the last uh, eight or seven or eight since the podcast, shit, where I don't fucking do shit. My work is completely separate. Like. I don't even mention where I work, like, anywhere. I don't put that in anything. Like, I keep that shit completely separate. I'm not retarded. I, see, I see those fucking people out there that just, Oh, dude, my boss is a fucking idiot. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you're, you're dumb. You need to learn how to use the internet. But in the future, I want to see Mole Man fucking shoot me an email. I'll fucking throw it up. Okay. I thought, you, know we should, you know who we should be nice to about that stuff? Who? Jamie. Why, does he have all this stuff? Jamie gets more of that shit than anyone because, you know, he's right down there in the middle of it. I suppose. You know, to be honest, to be fair to Jamie, I don't really check out his website that much. Like, if I'm going to be, like, honest, like, I really, I mean, I've I, it's been a long time. I mean, the only website I honestly check out, and I'm going to get made fun of for this uh, in the morning, really, is just I check out Slash Film real quick, uh, and I check out Ain't It Cool, just because I like to read the talkbacks because it makes me laugh. But, like, I, I'm not really all about... Like Movie news Just because you know like On the boards Other people are going to post it I can look at it then I'm all about trailers and shit But I want to see Mole Man Are they going to make it look like He did in the comics? It's pretty much They're going to treat him Like how he became the leader At the end of um, Incredible Hulk That still bothers me Because you know what I am one of those (laughs) I'm one of those few people That really enjoyed The Incredible Hulk Even with his faults And I loved the fact That we're like Oh my god We're going to get the leader This is going to be great And then nope no. Well, that's because other things happen to life. Well, yeah, but I mean, no, I, yes, yes, that is that is definitely that is definitely a true statement. But I'm still yeah. like, like that's the shit. So okay, so he's gonna turn into the mole man at the end, then. He's you know he's gonna be a doctor professor because the back they're, like, they're gonna do like Ultimate Fantastic Four with the Baxter Building is a think tank. And they're bringing, you know, the coolest, brightest kids, you know, to help make it better tomorrow. Tim Blake Nelson is a, the coolest, brightest kid. <laughs> no, he's one of the people there, like instructing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with uh, Doctor Storm, Doctor Franklin Storm. I think that's what they're calling uh, the dude. What's his name? Bubbles. Yeah, from the wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's Doctor Franklin Storm. Because, oh, uh, nice. Sue's the adopted kid, not a uh, Human Torch. So, uh, just to before we get off uh, Final Fantasy, before we get off Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah. The uh, and this, I mean this is kind of old news obviously But did you give a shit when they cast Michael B. Jordan As Human Torch Like the internet decided to give a shit like I th- thought, about I thought way, it was awesome I thought about the way how I put it It's the fact that it's really racial baiting To change color of characters When you have 700, 800 other characters Who, I mean hell You could do the real first Captain America And show where the whole Super Soldier program started You could do so much with characters who are part of a better... Josiah Bradley, Patriot from Young Avengers. Mm-hmm. There's so many other characters out there before. I mean, it's fun to like, change races, change sex, whatever. Never fights some decent stories and different things. I mean, Miles Morales, the new Ultimate Spider-Man. There's so many characters like that who are not getting their stories told because everyone's so hung up on, let's make the kingpin black, let's make him white, let's make him a midget, jalapeno, uh, Hispanic from playing X. Oh, wait, a jalapeno? I want to see a jalapeno. Yeah, cake jalapeno. Okay, I want, <laughs> just, <laughs> just... show me just a fucking giant pepper me. in a white suit. <laughs> there's, there's so much. How have to hell do Blade right for once. I mean, people don't know Blade's British. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Blade's been British in comics since day one. But he's still but a, everyone's, everyone's still a thinks black dude, right? Stars. But he's still a black... Blade. He's a Blade black dude, black. though. Yeah. Okay, so he's just a black British dude yeah okay for whatever reason because you know obviously i'm a apparently a, a racist midwestern and you're like he's british so i'm like what blade wasn't white because only white people live in british land I, i'd see a new blade i like blade two blade three was fucking cancer and blade one was just terrible blade one had the same as X Men one it's a holy shit someone greenlit we didn't have a script okay let's make up words and shoot it and go now we're gonna have a rave with blood yeah steven dorf give <laughs> steven dorf some fucking work <laughs> And then fucking Donald Lowe shows up, like, I'm only in here for 15 minutes, but I'm better than everyone else. That I'm is bitch. that is very true. All right, Billy, so uh, actress that Matthew Vaughn would knock up, don't give a shit.
1: That's now my, my, that's my answer. Says that
0: Will Smith knocked up with Scientology Babes during orgies Game Jada Throw? None. I don't even give a shit about Will Smith to answer that question. Uh, okay, to fill that out there, would you have given a shit if Will Smith would have uh, actually expelled uh, Django? Yeah, but I think it would have put Tarantino off. Here's the thing with Tarantino. When Tarantino gets pissed, he stops making movies for half a decade. (laughs) I don't want that to happen. I like the current clip he's going at now. I like that speed. Are we going to see the Hateful Eight, actually? Oh, yeah. That's going to start shooting next year. So, like, that's the only way I'd give a shit about Will Smith at this point. Is like, I was super excited. Like, the internet was like, that sounds terrible. But I'm like, fuck, I would like to see Will Smith try something new. And I figured with Will Smith and Tarantino, I mean, I know he's like that egotistical prick and he's a fucking, it's big willy time. But he could still realistically play. Like, the role they want to give Samuel Jackson would suit Will Smith's age more for Hateful Eight. All right. Yeah. I mean, he'd have to make someone suck his dick in it if they stick to the script. But, well, yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the whole big joke of it before he kills the Bruce Duran character is that he says, I made your kid suck my dick. And then it cuts to him, back to him making this KKK, like racist dude out the West blow him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I want to see some kid suck Will Smith's dick. All right, that's how, that's how I care about Will Smith. Get some kid to suck his dick. Put it on film. Fuck it. Next question. Who would want, see, who would be getting action scripts if Tom Cruise wasn't drinking the blood of Xenu to stay young? I honestly
1: Take
0: a I, pick. I honestly don't have a problem with Cruz Cocktail, as CJ calls them, don't really have a problem. It's not like a lot of these scripts were Tom Cruise's first choice. No. Jack Richter was written for him specifically. The Edge of Tomorrow wasn't for him. Neither was Oblivion. Oblivion sucked. Oblivion was pretty, but it was ass. Because Joseph Kaczynski, even Tron Legacy, should told people he can't direct shit from Dick. See, and Oblivion had like. The, I, I loved the ideas that were presented in that movie, and like I said, I, it looked fucking slick as shit, but goddamn, I did not fucking care. And then Morgan Freeman shows up, and I'm like, I still don't care. This is fucking terrible. So, if, if action script, alright, so who would I want to see in Edge of Tomorrow? I didn't see Edge of Tomorrow, but I figure anybody could play Edge of Tomorrow. I say, fucking yeah. give it to TJ Miller. I like him, he's getting more work. Throw yeah, him in there. You know, he's in Transformers. And he's I know. I'm excited. He's kind of a sniveling little bastard, man, but he's good. Yeah, I love. I, I I've been a fan. He was the only reason I liked uh, Cloverfield. Like the the only reason I liked Cloverfield was his character of Hood. Like that's it. I like Cloverfield, but I liked it more because I saw it with my mother-in-law. We went like during Christmas, well, not Christmas, like post-January, we were up there doing something, and like her response because apparently this is a thing. I want to see more movies with my mother-in-law now because my wife said during Anchorman. You would have thought someone gave her nitrous oxide because when she really gets into a movie, she she loses her shit. <laughs> and they're in Cloverfield. She's like, oh no, and, like you would have thought it was a documentary, and she thought they were about to come in the theater. See, and that's like, and that those are my favorite type of people to see movies with. Like, I, 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 that's exactly how, uh, that's exactly how my little brother is. Like, he just fucking gets nuts, and I'm like, oh, even if the movie's like terrible, I'm like, I just like the interaction with you. Like, I kind of get to see the movie through through their eyes, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking awesome. So I say, give T J. Miller. Uh, All of Tom Cruise's, uh, all of his shit. I say remake cocktail, throw T.J. Miller there. I'd be totally fine with that. How about you? Oh, yeah. All right, Billy, we're giving you pretty good answers here, I think. Uh, Let's try the last one, which is kind of an obvious question, especially in the last two days. Will Shane Black and James Gunn become A-list thanks to the Marvel bump? Shane Black is getting more work now than he's had since the early 90s. Dude's got Doc Savage greenlit. He's got Predators 2, because it's Predators 2. It's not a reboot. Yeah, it's I know. A, sequ- uh, yeah. Well, a sequel to what, though? A sequel to Predators, or a sequel predators. to Predator? Oh, it's a sequel to Predators. Yeah, but it's building off Predator 1, Predator 2. They're wait. are just considering Predators. Wait, what? what? They're considering wait. Predators yeah? to be Predator 3. Wait, what? That's stupid. Yeah. What? No, uh, it's, it's all one big connection. What's... Okay, do you have any insight? I mean, granted, this, this, just, this just hit this week. Do you have any inside no information? Rumor, the current rumor, there's no inside information, there's just current rumors. Dutch is back. <laughs> no. Adrian Brody finds a way off the planet, and, oh, then fuck yeah. and then something happens by the time he gets back to Earth. Okay. And I don't think Dutch is back, but I think uh, you could probably see other bit rolls. Because here's my problem: how awesome would it have been? And I know it probably wouldn't have made much sense because I, I'm not a movie writer, I don't write scripts, I don't do any of that yeah. type of shit, but how awesome would it have been? If, instead of fucking Fat Morpheus and Predators, if it was Dutch. Like, I want to see Dutch in that role. Like, I don't know how it's going to make Honestly, sense. I'd fucking... that movie, If that movie was made two years later, you probably would have saw him. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'd, I, you know, I'd be totally fucking fine with that. Because the only issues I had with Predators... I mean, there were, issues, there were obviously pretty big issues with that movie that I had. But my main one, really, that where, where the movie just kind of stops for me is fucking that, like, 20-minute, that whole 20-minute part with fucking Fat Morpheus, and he's fucking crazy, and the whole movie just kind of grinds to a fucking halt. And I'm like, what if it was Dutch, and he was talking some shit? Fuck yeah! I'd well, better see problem. that. That's my problem. Robert Rodriguez is great about character and, like, style and setup, but when it comes to telling a coherent plot, that dude just, I mean, he turns into that dog from Up. Squirrel! Squirrel! I mean, (laughs) two-thirds, two-thirds, wait, even Sin City had it, In Sin City, the scripts were pretty much done beforehand by a better writer, and yes, Frank Miller is a better writer, I will not take any Frank Miller bashing as long as I'm around. Wait, 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 Frank Miller, you're saying that Frank Miller is a great writer? Yes. For movies, or for comics, or for books? For everything, for life. So, even like, uh, his newer output in the comics, you're still saying that he's a great writer? Yeah. Alright, alright. I can kind of get behind that, I mean, I really don't have any beef with the dude, Oh, no, the beef that people give, it's like, you pedestrian, plebeian, basic fucks. That's like shitting on Michael Jackson because he put out history. The dude still dropped Thriller. Thriller's a past. He could hit Bob Barker with his car, and if he just like held out like a copy of the first prints of Electra, I'd forgive him. So, okay, so you're kind of, okay, so let's see if I can make a really shitty, slightly buzzed analogy here. Okay. You're giving Frank Miller a pass based on stuff he did in the past. Yes. Much like I enjoy movies now that I saw based in the past, like, because you kind of have that connection. There's a connection. There's the fact that I was bringing up Michael Jackson Thriller. When you do something that changes your industry, it's that fucking good, you get a hood pass. And what there's with- not there's no nostalgia involved in it. There's the fact that when you do something that literally changes the way things are done, sure, I mean with age your shit goes downhill for like 90% of us, but still, Daredevil, his daredevil. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. I, I want to see if you were referencing Daredevil here because, yeah, this Daredevil yes. run, yep, I agree, is not just like top five Marvel ever did in their history as a company. Probably some of the best American comics ever made. Now, what about the uh, the 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 people out there in the internet land that are Frank Miller's misogynistic? Uh, he hates women. Does that taint him at all for you, or you're just like, well, yeah, okay, who gives a shit? If I hated everyone who was misogynistic, then I wouldn't be able to watch or read or do anything. There we go. And there it is. So Frank Miller gets a pass. Uh, Predators would have been fucking amazing uh, if if Dutch was in there. And Shane Black, I mean, I liked uh, Iron Man 3. I thought that was a decent flick. I didn't really have... I know that it's kind of, there's kind of a, bla- a backlash uh, lately on that movie, it seems like, where... Yeah, by Sam's stupid... I mean, so many... I mean, I've been learning this term from the gay kids at work, but basic bitches. Basic bitches. So many basic bitches. I, I have no problem with it. I actually really liked Iron Man 3, and I, I've, I've liked Shane Black's output. I mean, fucking... Right, he did uh, Last Boy Scout, correct? Yeah. Yep, Last Boy Scout's the shit, obviously. Predator was fucking awesome. Long Kiss, or uh, what is it, Long Kiss? Long Kiss Goodnight. night, and then Kiss Kiss Big Bang. bang and fucking now he's going to be doing Predators, uh, and... and Doc Savage. He's doing Doc Savage. Oh, he is? A, oh! oh yeah. He's doing Doc yeah. Savage. Yeah, he's All been right. trying to get that done since... He actually did Last Last Action Hero, wrote the script for that. Yep, which I love. Get, uh, to get Doc Savage made. That's how long he's been trying to get this made. Now, is... Now, I... I mean, I'm an idiot here. Uh, Doc Savage, uh, is that... That's a comic? It it was a pulp serial, like, okay. it was created, it, to give me an idea how old it was, it was created a year after Conan the Barbarian, in terms of age. Okay. It was like a pulp novel serial, became a comic strip. It's been a comic all the time, but the licensing rights have been fucked to the point that when Marvel tries to reprint, like, old series, like Marvel Team-Up, which was, you know, Spider-Man meets so-and-so to fight the Silver Samurai. Yeah. They could not, they have not been able to reprint that issue, because Doc Savage's people won't give the character rights to Marvel, so... The so, only way you can read that comic is if you actually have the one that came out in '78. So now, Doc. So Doc Savage isn't part of Marvel. No, he's his own thing. Now is Shane Black doing more things at Marvel? Have I missed something here? You, no. Okay, because I he uh, Billy here. Shane is, Black got that job because Team Downey's on his side. Which makes sense because he yeah. kind of got uh, Downey's uh, star back, kind of lit more after uh, yeah. after Kiss Kiss. Now James Gunn. He's been on my fucking radar since the Tromar days. Like, fucking. James Gillen. Actually, I met him during that film he did with his uh, wife. Well, she was his wife back then, Jenna Fisher. Yep, yep, Pam. Yeah, they did a movie called Lolly Love. And I got yep. shit out of that when that first came out. That's how I first met him. And then me and my Living Corpse buddies back in the day, we went down to Nashville and met him when he was doing some uh, promo stuff for uh, Scooby-Doo. He was at a con. Cool as fucking dude. Cool. I mean, he looks like Chris Hardwick. I don't mean, know. Yep. Well, against somebody <laughs> and now you mentioned Chris, Chris Hardwick. Uh, is James Gunn? Uh, he's not a douchebag like Chris, right? Oh no, because oh, no. uh, I am. I am still. Uh, I still hate the fuck out of Chris Hardwick with a goddamn passion, and I still pat myself on the back for getting massive amounts of traffic for owning the Talking Yeah, apparently he's from around here. Someone told me like he went to like the high school I got a pass over there to go to work. <laughs> yeah, like his dad was like a pro bowler or something. Now James Gunn's obviously do it Guardians, which is uh, one of. One of the movies that I have been I, I i read a few of the comics back in the day. Obviously, I wasn't like—I wasn't like you. I, uh, yeah. As a comic person, um, I wouldn't consider myself a hardcore comic nerd. Uh, but you know, my uncle owned a comic store when I was a kid. I used to like kind of like sit there and read all the all the books, and I've read my fair share of comics uh, and Guardians. You know, Rocket Raccoon. As a kid, I was always like, "That's so cool!" Like, I just really like that character. Like, that's neat. And then all of a sudden, you have Marvel placing all their money here on a dude who directed. Trobio and Juliet uh, to bring to bring kind of cosmic stuff and and aliens and things to the Marvel Universe which you know Thor's kind of done a little bit but guardians uh, have you seen you haven't seen it yet there's no press screenings oh, yet right oh God I, I'm gonna step on the first fool that gets my way to go see that movie because I have to say like this is probably that's probably my most anticipated movie of the summer oh yeah same here um uh, I've only I've only been able to read. Uh, I, I recently uh, asked for from the boards. And I know that you and uh, Captain Russ uh, gave me some. You know, check this stuff out. And a lot of those books are you know pretty pricey. Uh, so I, I picked up a, a smaller run. I can't remember what the fuck. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. You picked CJ. up the Brian Bendis one that they redid recently. Okay, yeah, they had like issue zero where it was all about yeah. uh, that. Yeah. Star the Star Lord origin. Yep. that Brian Bendis yep. did. He did it to tie into the movie. Okay. You pretty much read Star Lord's origin that they're going to use in the movie. Okay, so and, yeah, based on that book, since you know what I'm talking about, uh, obviously I don't know the name of that particular collection, uh, the movie is only picking up bits and pieces from that, but it's mostly based on a different series of comics, correct? It's based on when, because at a point, Guardians of the Galaxy had been published for almost 15 years, and then they did this series called Annihilation, which yep. was just, pretty much imagine like the Blitzkrieg times the Holocaust in outer space. We're just a bunch of creatures who say, you know what, let's eat and consume everything and just destroy it all. And start from one end of the universe and go to the next. Now, And the, they got brought together to stop that. So, obviously, this uh, you're a fan. Yeah. You've seen, obviously, what uh, the, the layman uh, people out there have seen. Do you think that this is going to open huge and then die the fuck off? And Marvel's going to be like, oh shit, we got to put out more Robert Downey Jr. movies if we can fucking buy them. Or do you think this is actually going like that? That America is going to fully embrace the weirdness uh, that that gun's going to break. I see this being the lowest grossing one, but it's still going to break even until Ant Man comes out, and then that's probably going to be the lowest grossing one. I mean, Pixar goes through the same things too. I like oh, more that shit. they're ex- that they're exploring the weirdness of it. Yep. Th- this movie will do killer on home video once people have had you know time to actually s- process it. Okay. It'll be a movie that people expose people to seeing. You know what? This is for Marvel fans. This is the real Marvel. Getting weird with it, but still having a sense of humor. Now, you mentioned the Pixar connection. Is this going to be Marvel's uh, A Bug's Life? No, Ant-Man will be. Ant-Man will be A Bug's Life. Do you think this will be... I was going to say Cars, uh, but, I mean, kids fucking ate that shit up and fucking... Yeah, this will be more like... Well, actually, Cars might not be that... Because the first Cars movie did okay. It didn't do what Cars 2 did. Yeah. But what it did... Cars actually did better on home video because they had the Mater's Tales, the short films, the thing... And Guardians is getting its own cartoon on Disney XD. It's going to premiere after uh, Rebels. See, now I have to say, like I'm, I'm, I, uh, I enjoy me a good cartoon. Uh, yeah. I, I watch uh, lots of animated things. However, I have tried fucking countless times to get into the Marvel animated shit. I cannot fucking do it. I hate their goddamn animation. Like I hate yeah. the look of it. It looks like shit. Now are we are we assuming that Guardians is going to look the exact same, or are they going to? I've only seen two pictures. Based on those two pictures, are we getting, if you had to guess, more of the same or possibly like a Batman the Animated Series where it has its own style and... Cause like, it's, it looks more of the same. Ugh. And that's my problem is like, I don't care how good the stories are, if the animation is shitty, like if I'm just not a fan of it, I'm not going to give a shit. Like, because I've watched those shitty fucking Batman fucking direct-to-DVD like, uh, what was the last one I watched? Um, uh, it was the one with... Um, uh Fuck! Uh, the guy from Lost is the Joker. Shit. The fucking, like... Oh, that- uh, the ah. returns? Yes. Really pedestrian... Uh, yes, thank you. Thank Michael you. Emerson was actually a really good Joker. He was. That was the only reason... And to be honest, like, I watched the trailer, I'm like, this looks like shit. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm obviously a 90s kid where I'm like... And still, you know, the, the, the Bruce Timm shit... That shit still, honestly, for the most part, for being a cartoon that was honestly aimed at kids, still holds up. Like the animation style, even if you like, think the stories are stupid, and who gives a shit? The animation, just the this the look of it, still holds up. So I, I watched the trailer for that new Dark Knight, and I was like, eh. But then I was like, oh fuck, Ben is the Joker, and he kind of had, you know, he had the he had he had a different take on it. I, I, that was the only reason uh, I watched it, and I liked it for that. But if that's what Guardians is gonna be, well, fucking, I don't I I don't care. Why aren't they taking more? Uh, why, why aren't they taking more um, chances with this type of animation? Is it just because it's easy to pump out? Yeah, easy to pump out. Disney already pre-owns it. God damn it! Well, you know, I hope Guardians is fucking awesome because I would love James Gunn to get more work. And oh, James Gunn will. And, like that dude's been. I mean, that dude's been pretty fucking busy the last like decade. <laughs> I love bringing up the people to fuck him, especially browncoats, Weeden fans. Yep. I'm like, they're like, well, James Gunn was a big risk, that I'm like put all the box office for everything James Gunn's worked on against uh, Josh it's Whedon, Whedon. Before, yep. yeah, before the Avengers, yep, and then shut the fuck up. Whedon was the bigger risk. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I I, I dig the Avengers for what it is, uh, but that's still one of the movies that I just, one of the Marvel movies that I don't watch a lot. Um, to be honest, the, the movie, the Marvel movie that I tend to put in more often than not is the fucking The Incredible Hulk. Like, and I know I'm going to get shit for that one, but I, that's still probably my favorite Marvel flicks so far. I go between Iron Man three and the first Thor. First Thor is good. Second Thor was, eh, second Thor was okay. I Again, was, that was a rushed movie too. Uh, you you can you can tell you 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 yeah. can you can definitely tell. So I'm the thinking four scripts three directors. Jesus Christ, yeah, because uh, wasn't um, Patty Jenkins? Yes, there it is. Patty Jenkins was yep. supposed to do it from a film of Robert Rodat script, and give me an idea Robert Rodat wrote uh, Save and Pray, Ryan. Ugh. God damn it. All right, Billy. So, yeah, I'm going to say, I mean, in my mind, James Gunn has been A-list forever. Like, and, it, and I mean, and, and for me, Super is the one that clenched it. I'm like, if if, like, I love me some Super, and I don't know if anybody else could have done that movie the way Gunn did it. So I'm saying, fuck yeah, let's give Borg. Get James Gunn out there. He needs to be a name that's thrown out there all the time. Okay, let's see. Next question. Captain Rust. Best musical motif in a film. I don't even know what motif means right now. It means, like, how you set up a scene. Okay. It so just... Around. Wait, like, the best soundtrack? Well, not soundtrack. It's, like... I'll say... I'll make it easy for you. Yeah, musical make it easy. Musical moment. Musical moment. Okay. So, like... Okay. Shit. It's, I'd have to go between... and Then He Kissed Me from Goodfellas. And... The first appearance of Princess Leia when uh, Luke opens up the cell in Caesar... Just how they blend her theme back to all of a sudden, like, John Williams just cutting that shit off, like, mid-string. Like, bitch, you short. Oh, you my God. Yeah, yeah. No, I, those are good answers. Now, I have and that... then when you realize that it was kind of, like, borderline incest afterwards, it just makes it creepier. And that it is weird. To, that yeah. appeals to the Lynchian fan of me. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I, I can see that. Yeah, that's just another one of those points that, you know, nerds like to point out. Like, he didn't have any of this shit writ- written out beforehand. It was like, well, yeah, no shit. He didn't. Like, duh. Didn't, no shit. The like, wrote Howard the Duck script with him. Like, he help write it out. That's why you have Harrison Ford. He's like, don't tell me about it, sweetheart. Tell me about it, sister. That's what we fucking need. I want a James Gunn, Howard the Duck reboot. Yeah. I'd watch that. So for me, best musical motif, like, I'd like to think that, like, you did research for this, but since I'm the sidekick and I'm pulling the siege, I didn't even read any of these questions. Uh... So the first thing that pops uh, into mind for me um, is uh, *Dawn of the Dead*, uh, the original, when they show up to the mall, and you kind of see what the hell's going on, and they have that just that that awesome uh, goblin soundtrack with the, the mall music in the background, where it's just like I should be horrified, but I'm laughing along with it, much like the pie fight scene, where it's just like this shouldn't work, but for whatever reason, like the 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 extreme difference in what you're seeing and what you're hearing, that that's kind of what. What, what, what does it for me? Right, next question. Did Christopher Walken kill Nellie Wood? Uh. I can, I can see this with a straight face. Poor Christopher Walken was probably the first person to find him dead. But without a question in my mind, Robert J. Wagner was beating Living Caliber for years beforehand, and he finally did it. He, he probably didn't mean to do it. He was probably just beating the shit out of her and being abusive. But I do believe that Robert Wagner will say on his death that he killed her. Now, Robert Wagner... Uh, now this is. <laughs> you said Robert Wagner. My first thought is that the guy that plays awesome. number. Yes, thank you. I was gonna be like, is that guy that played number two? Yes. See, now that's where my mind goes. Like, I'm sure he has a great body of work. I'm sure he's done lots of things. But I'm like, that's the guy who played number two. Oh, you know, he did several great movies and TV, and he also beat this poor woman who was probably one of our greatest actresses in the 60s and 70s. Well, beat the shower. Thanks, Russ, for bringing this episode down. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, James Gunn's great. Yeah, well, this guy beat the fuck out of Natalie Wood. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, best Steve McQueen film and why? This could be either the actor or director or both. I'm going to drop a bombshell. I'm 90% sure I've never seen anything. Oh, uh, The Getaway. Why? Wait. Because it's the most tightly written and just paced and edited film that McQueen ever did. I'm going to go on a limb and say that. And he wants to say the director. I'm not a big fan of, the, of Steve McQueen as a director. I think he's kind of an asshole, and his films are really based on the strength of the actor, and when you're working with Michael Fassbender trying to prove something, you're gonna make a good movie. That being said, it makes me sick to my stomach when 12 Years a Slave one Best Picture, but in the end, the Oscars, are they're not a testament to what is the best of all time. They're a barometer for what's happening now. Now with Steve McQueen, here's my ignorance. Was he the guy that did Bullet? Yes. Oh, there we go. So maybe I have seen something. All right, just because that's the first one I've seen. Sure, that's the best film. Cause I, I don't, I don't fucking know. If it was oh, a, ha- if it, if it was a hacker's actor, question, I'll take the dead actor on the living guy. All right, there we go. All right, damn, Captain Russ is bringing the heat. production yeah visit us at www.breempbre.com've good you